Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Patty. Hello. And today we're going to talk about how to deal with haters, i.e. naysayers, i.e. people who don't support you and, and want to tear you down as you try to become your best self. And what we have found is the more you grow, the more likely it is that you run into resistance from other people because someone who's really waking up and taking the world by storm and, and really just emerging as, as the like higher, a higher version of themselves, it tends to shed light on other people who aren't living in alignment with their own truth. And, they, and they, it makes them aware of that. So it's very common for others to project that negativity onto you. But as we all know, the, the ascent to, towards our great own greatness, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a steep climb. It's not easy as, as it is. It's not easy to, you know, we tend to be our own worst critic. We tend to tear ourselves down constantly. Yeah. There, there are numerous, a whole myriad of different obstacles along the path. So we're already, in a sense, kind of vulnerable as we make our way towards whatever goals we have. Again, just in generally speaking, our best self. So when someone comes along and says, you suck, or whatever it is, however they, usually it's not quite so blunt, but however it is, they <laughs> sort of like, they, it's like, they make us doubt ourselves even more. So it's a very legitimate challenge to overcome for pretty much anybody going on this, who is on the up and up in their own way. So anyway, having, having started a YouTube channel and developed an online presence and sort of documented my own transformation, my own sort of progress, you could say, um, it's, it's opened me up, <laughs> obviously, to a lot of naysayers, a lot of negativity, which was overwhelming for a point, but it really, it really forced me to get good at dealing with this type of negativity. So um, I figure, you know, I, I'm in a good position here to where I can really, you know, share a lot of, a lot of wisdom with you that I, that I've learned from the the, the deep trenches. Mm. Okay, and Patty's here is going to help us out. <laughs> she doesn't have an online presence. We were, we were discussing, like, is this going to be something you want to talk about? But Patty has dealt with uh, naysayers in her life in a, in a different way, probably in a much more relatable way to most of you, honestly, unless you happen to be trying to grow a YouTube channel or podcast like right. me. <laughs> so we'll have a nice little balance here as always. Perfect. So we wrote down five things, as you probably can expect. Number mm -hmm. one is to... I'm, I'm, I'm like contemplating the order. Let's see. We'll just go in order as I put it. Not no. This is not so much an order of priority. Just sort of these are my random thoughts. But number one is learn from them. You can learn a lot from really mean, negative people. Yeah. And it's like it, it's not. It's not easy. It really isn't easy. And oftentimes you don't learn anything initially in the beginning as someone's tearing you down or disagreeing with you or planting seeds of doubt it can be you know a lot of times you really have to sift through your own emotions and step back far away where you can finally like say okay well there's there's something that i can maybe learn from this asshole's comment <laughs> like, i'll give an example i think i want to share this before i know i have it on my youtube channel but when I first started off on my doing my YouTube channel, I had this really kind of weird habit, <laughs> a tick you could say, uh -huh. where I would take my tongue and I would very quickly touch it to the corner of my mouth. 
So if you look, if you were to pause the video, my tongue would be completely out like this, babe. Yeah. I would like, uh-huh. I would do that maybe every 20 seconds. And, so- <laughs> and finally someone pointed, pointed it out and I forgot the way they put it, but it was like, why do you keep doing that ridiculous thing with your tongue? And I had no idea I was doing anything. <laughs> Finally, you know, I was like, wow, what a, you know, I got pissed off and triggered initially, but I looked at the videos and I said, oh my goodness, I do this. So I learned, okay, stop doing that. <laughs> another, another quick example. Just the other day, I was doing a live, a live coaching session with my full-time purpose group. This is a coaching group that I, me and my friend Aaron Dowdy have started where we help people grow an online business, basically. We teach people how to do exactly what we do. And it was my turn to do the live. And we were talking about, uh, we were talking about pricing. People were asking about, well, how do you price how do you what what how do you decide what to charge when you do one-on-one coaching? And I, and, and they were saying should I have a sliding scale, meaning like where you let people kind of pay whatever they want? And I I sort of chimed in, you know, and answered the question and said, "No, I would not recommend that." Um, most people who I found in my experience that you give stuff to, they don't appreciate it. They don't, they don't really get value from it. And I had a lot of examples, but the person retorted and said, "Well, that's not a very spiritual thing to say." And it like, and, and it triggered me. It, it kind of pissed me off, honestly, initially, because it like conflicted with my perspective I just put out there. And I was mm-hmm. the authority. And I sort of like stated my case. I still kind of stand behind what I said, generally speaking. It's not necessary to go into it with you here. Um, but what I did is after that live, I was talking to my assistant forced about it. I was saying like, there was a reason why that comment bothered me because they, they kind of put it forth in kind of a rude way, right. kind of a blunt, like, you're not a very nice guy kind of way, you yeah. know, and almost like that. Even though that's not what they said, it's interesting that you described it in that way. Well, there's a couple other things they said I forgot, but yeah. it was like, it was, you know. Not very nice. But it was not, not horribly mean. Anyway, the, the point is, I, after, the, after that, I, I, took ownership of the reason I reacted emotionally. I, I didn't display this. No one could tell I was feeling triggered, but I was. And I realized that, you know what? There's some truth to what they said. It, it's like, uh, like uh, Tony Robbins has this thing where he, I'm debating, I'm, I'm going off on all these tangents, but he has That's this okay. sort of way of talking. Like he says it's like good to always question things. Like whenever someone says something like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't give away stuff for free. And Tony Robbins would say, why don't you ask, well, is that really the case always? Like, is that always the case? Like mm-hmm. we always, we tend to put yeah. these generalizations onto things. And I realized, anyway, long story short, that's what I did with that. And that person's comment, though it seemed to my perception somewhat on the negative side, it triggered negative emotions. I learned from that. It allowed me to expand my own worldview and, and leave room for, for uh, extenuating circumstances and stuff. So anyway, long story short, that, mm-hmm. that was another example of how you can learn from them. Again, if you can get past getting ticked off and, and, and uh, you know, uh, res- if you can get past the fact that they're being negative. Right. And, when- and when people are being negative, you get triggered, you know? So it's like once you realize what it is that's being triggered, and why you're being triggered, then you can sort of go into that more deeply and get the results, you know, from yeah. that. And I, I think the challenge is it's like easy to justify. Like the, the examples I gave were not that bad. I've had much worse comments yeah. before. But when someone's like really mean to you, it's easy to justify that they're just being mean. Right. And, and that and without cause you to not really look 
And well, what are they saying? Is there a seed of truth to that mm-hmm. that I can learn from? Right. Has this, has this ever happened to you where someone's like said something that kind of ticked you off? You uh, don't have, I, I gave plenty well, of example. I guess we don't, you well, don't have no, to give I did an example. Have something. It didn't, it didn't make me upset, but it, somebody did um, make a comment uh, one time about um, that. I like apologize too much on the, on the podcast. Mm, yeah. And, um, the way that they came off was not, in my opinion, it wasn't rude at all. And that they later like came back and were like, I'm so sorry, but I didn't feel like they were being rude. I looked at that as an opportunity to say like, Hey, do I do that? And yes, the answer was, yes, I do do that. And it was like, um, the message was like, own what you say more and, and don't have any apologies for how you feel about something. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with what you say, you know? So I did, I had, you know, it wasn't a, a naysayer, but it was somebody who said something that was forced me to look at myself. Yeah. So. It's, it's good. It's, it's an ex- extremely hard thing to do to look at yourself, Yeah. but haters really give you an opportunity to learn a lot about yourself very quickly. If you, again, if you can really bypass your own, um, your own emotions and resentment, maybe. Mm-hmm. I know. I love how you said that. They give you the opportunity to look at yourself, yeah. you know, and if you can look at people who are negative to you or saying things that, um, are triggering you. If you can remember that saying, it's an opportunity to look at yourself, you know, uh, it, it totally um, shifts the viewpoint on the negativity into a positive thing. Yeah. And honestly, even going because I was going to say, you know, at least in my experience, it does seem like some there's a lot of times there is no value. Like I get a lot of really heated comments that just clearly them being triggered by something I said mm-hmm. and just sort of spewing their negativity onto me with there's no real lesson there. But but what I all, but I, I still learn from that yeah. because if I find myself getting bothered by that, it's a message to me that you're focusing too much on, on results, on, on outcomes, on what people's perceptions of you are mm-hmm. when really what matters is what I think of myself. Right. Um, so even when there's there's nothing to learn, um, I always find a way to learn from it, even if it's not something they said in particular. Yeah. It's I, more so a personal lesson to myself. Right. I feel like there's always something to learn, even if it's just a little bit of patience and understanding that sometimes people are in a shit mood and they're going to just go ahead and spew it all over the internet because they're pissed off about something. Yeah. Or in daily life. Yeah. It's, it's also an opportunity to work on compassion. Yeah. And we'll get into that later though. It's more of another one, but anyway, you good? You want to move on? Yes. Okay. Number two is love them. I wrote down in all caps <laughs> and I'll give an example of how I do that because for a long time I, I struggled, not a long time. I went through a phase where I sort of suddenly became apparently like big enough on YouTube where I just started getting negativity all of a sudden. And for a while it wasn't that bad. Right. Um, so I, I hit like this threshold where people started getting really triggered by me and leaving way more negative comments than I was used to. And at first it was like, it it like got into my head. I would take everything they said to heart and start questioning myself. And then I decided, well, I'm just going to ignore all the comments and stuff. But it's like, well, from my perspective, it does help to see like the results a little bit. Like how are these videos coming across? I kind of do need to know to an extent. Mm -hmm. So I was like trying to find this balance. Well, finally, I, I discovered something that really helped. I don't know if I read it somewhere or I just decided to try it. 
But what I did, I did actually read somewhere. I read this book called The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene, a totally badass book, I must say. Although, if you look into it, you might think I'm a bad person for reading it. I, I, I think it's a very solid book, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very helpful in practical life. But anyway, one of the things, one of the, the laws is like you really have to become masterful at not making decisions based on emotion. So what I would do, as I, the way I applied this, when I would get a really negative comment, even a real mean one that had no value, I, I would feel emotion. I would kind of allow myself to be mad or angry or hurt, etc. But I wouldn't respond. As a YouTuber, when you see those comments, it's so tempting to respond and like try to like, you know, counteract their negative comment with some kind of smart retort that makes them look bad or something. <laughs> um, so there's that temptation, but I've learned to not do that. So anyway. When those kind of comments would happen, I would let myself get all ticked off. I would not respond. I would separate myself from the situation until I was at more of an even keel emotionally. And then I would go back to that very comment from a clear headspace. And I would respond in a very nice and polite and almost loving way where I would, you know, I'd say, I understand you must be upset. I apologize if I upset you in some, something I said, I want to let you know I, We all have bad days. I love you anyway. I would say something really nice, basically. And almost every time, it'd be funny because people would come back and they would say, oh, my God, Victor, I'm so sorry, man. That wasn't about you. I was just in a bad mood. I feel so bad. And it was like being really nice to the negative person. It really diffuses not only their negativity. Really, Mm -hmm. you surprisingly bring about a turnaround in them you wouldn't expect. But also, it it separates you from all those negative emotions yourself. Where I felt like I felt really good about myself, just Mm -hmm. commenting something nice even before they responded. It Mm -hmm. felt like the right thing to do, and it just it was a way of really dealing with the naysayers that really worked. It diffused it. Yeah, it's like a way. It's a beautiful way to clean that energy. Yeah. Yes, I feel like it is like mm-hmm. the way. If I had to think of the way, it's not like getting back at them or saying something, you know, showing them they're wrong. That yeah. really just brings about more of those types of right. And it doesn't energies. do it doesn't clean the energy. It just basically infuses it with more agitation, irritation, and negativity. It's yeah. not. It doesn't do anything. Um, positive yeah it's like like what jesus meant by turn the other cheek Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people think that he means like be some kind of like just roll over and let people beat up on you people or like just don't like watch it but it's like like, no when you can really show people love that Mm -hmm. really need it the negative people Mm -hmm. it's uh it liberates you from it and it's also a very nice helpful thing to do for other people yeah when um before Actually, I'm trying to think. Maybe we had... I don't think we had met yet. Um, But I was in therapy, and um, one of the things that I was really working on with my therapist was um, dealing with my codependent slash narcissistic mom. And um, that was one of the things that she would worked on with me a lot was don't react when your mom is yelling at you or saying something that triggers you and you don't like. Yeah. Just don't react because it's not about her. It's not about you. It's about her. And, um, and once I started doing that, it literally changed 
my whole relationship with her. It was really challenging at first because when I stopped responding in the way she thought I was supposed to respond, it triggered her even more and yeah. made her be even more negative. But I just kept kept at it and I it was like a practice, really. Yes. Practicing not responding in in a triggered state of mind. Yes. Um, but it, it was life-changing, really. It is life-changing. That, that's the exact same thing I went through with the comments. Like, in, I, I never would do this much, but there were times I would respond to people in, as a way of, like, retorting. Mm-hmm. Never with, like, the same intensity, but in a way, like, you're wrong because of this, this, and this. Right. But uh, when I started to apply what we're talking about here, I, I just stopped. Like, I, I just don't do that anymore. Right. I, I have not done that in probably a couple years I know, responded I was gonna say you way. never even talk about that anymore whereas like before you'd be like oh man this fucking guy said this yeah. <laughs> real side note hopefully you guys don't hear this pounding we have like oh yeah construction workers at our house right now building up our, our new kitchen for us yeah and right now they seem to be hammering something so hopefully yeah, it won't be that bad but we had to get this done yeah um and they're gonna be here for a while so yeah, they're, Please bear they're with building. Us. <laughs> they're actually building the cabinets right now. So if it was nice, if it wasn't so cold out, they'd probably be doing it outside. Yeah, which may be worse because they'd be in our driveway and it's closer <laughs> to this window. Maybe, here. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always perfect. Yes. <laughs> so number three is more of like commonsensical advice, but I think a lot of us sometimes don't apply it. And I just wrote down: minimize your exposure to negative people. Like sometimes we have that toxic friend, that friend that's never really happy for us. Mm -hmm. It's always about them that never really, you know, supports us that we continue to go back to and and tell our dreams to. And it's always the same thing. Mm -hmm. And then we're always like, man, they're always like this. But it's up to us to really to really take seriously the the idea that those we surround ourselves with tend to really have just a tremendous influence on our potential or lack thereof, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of people who listen to this, they have, you know, they're waking up, they're waking up to the truth of who they are. And the truth of who all of us are is that we are way more than we ever thought. And so when people start like really aspiring to align with that version of themselves, it's, uh, it's inevitable that there will be folks in, in, in your life that, that just, uh, that respond by trying to dim dim your light in a sense. Mm -hmm. And if you are to really pursue your greatness, you got to cut them out. You or at the very least minimize your exposure to them, which of course is not easy. You know, Mm -hmm. we have sometimes it's our friends or family that does it, but we, we have found a a, a essential, right? Yeah. I actually have a really good, um, uh, example. So, um, um, a very, very dear friend of mine, uh, was diagnosed with, um, an autoimmune disease and it's been giving her a lot of challenges lately. And she had not been talking to her mom for like two years, I think. And so she's like, okay, well I have this going on. I need to like reconnect with her and like tell her what's going on. It's like the right thing to do. So she calls her mom and she talks to her and it was like an amazing conversation And, um, so they started talking every day and after like a couple of days, she realized like, man, she's so negative. But now what she does is as soon as her mom starts to be negative 
Well, for one, she stopped talking to her every day. She's like, I talk to her on Mondays now <laughs> because once a week is enough to like figure, you know, like connect, but not be too exposed to her. And also she said, as soon as her mom starts to get negative, she'll be like, Oh, the kids are calling me. I got to go. Or she'll just like get off the, she'll make yes. up some excuse and just get off the phone with her. And, um, it, I thought, man, that's just a really beautiful way to like protect yourself from her negativity. It is. That's a great, yeah. and it's a good example of like, sometimes you just have to get clever, like, especially with like friends and family and stuff. It's like, you can't just say you're being negative. I'm cutting you off. It's not like that. That's not what we're suggesting. And they don't even understand that. Yeah. If you, you were to even say that because sometimes people just have a very negative mindset and instead of seeing the glass as half full, they see it as half empty. And that's just the way their mind operates. So they don't even know that they're being negative because that's how they always are. No, it's not our job to go and change them. Right. But it's about exactly. like loving ourselves enough to say, you know what? I'm not going to subject myself to something that always makes me feel bad yeah. like constantly. You know, And even if they don't know they're doing it, they're doing it. And they still are doing it. And I think that's a great example of just being kind of clever about it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what? I got to, something came up. The I got to bounce. Are calling me. Oh, someone's at the door. You know, like, yeah, just, she like just a little white it. lie. People tell you're lying. But well, it's, uh, sometimes it's necessary to protect your own energetic field. Yeah. It's the lesser of two evils. Mm -hmm. You could be honest and say, well, I don't like your energy is negative in the moment. I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and your feelings really bad. Yeah. Anyway, but it has, it has to be done, my friends. It's a, it's a big part of just, you're climbing the ladder of success in your own life. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's and it's also one of the challenges that that come along. But in our experience, it's 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 got to get done. Yeah, and I had a similar experience like as well with my mom, where I I like had great conversation with her, and finally I was like, I can't talk to her as often as I am because it's just not good for me. <laughs> yeah, and you it's know? like the the people listening to this are they're all like pretty much super empathic people, mm -hmm. and just being around. 25 feet from a negative person can bring it can bring some of these folks down including us sometimes right. so, but like having someone that you really open up to and listen to and and, and interact with that really has that negative energy and, and, and sort of like is like a naysayer yeah. it's it's a it's such a toxic energy that again there's so much to contend with as it is right. as you grow it just it's like why 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 bother put that on your plate yeah willingly you know yeah exactly yeah Anyway, anyway, uh, number four is expect them, expect naysayers, and you can even see them as a sign of a success. The more you grow, the more you shine, the more haters you're going to have in some way, shape or form. It's, it's a given. Mm -hmm. Look at like some of these like really popular, like people in the world, like, like, uh, Eckhart Tolle. He's a very nice man. There's no reason to hate him. He's just right. doing his thing, but you, he probably gets thousands and thousands maybe tens of thousands of negative letters comments there's probably thousands of people in any moment hating him it's and it's like it's crazy <laughs> he's, he's he's just a good guy but that's because he's just he's grown so much he's an enlightened dude he's out there in the public eye right. he's, he's inspiring millions of people across the planet mm -hmm. and when you the bigger scale you get the more it's going to happen and not just not just in the public's arena it's more like just in your own life. The more you really shine and start to have that glow of vitality and that focus in your eye that people have when they're really set upon 
you know, their goals and they're making progress and they're changing, that's going to trigger people. But you can see that, see that as a sign of success. Yeah. Um, one of the things that, um, when I was in therapy and I started to like heal myself and really grow emotionally, um, it really triggered my mom. It was, she didn't like she did on some level like the fact that I was growing and getting better. But at the same time, her narcissistic side was very triggered. And so she couldn't help sometimes, but be negative and say negative things and, and be very hurtful to me because that's just how that person type of person operates. Like if you, if they're in a dark place, they want you to be in a dark place too. Like misery loves company. Yeah, that's it's a, true. That's the, a very true statement. And your happiness will make the other person more miserable. Right, because they see it and they realize how unhappy that they really are. Yeah, yeah. Um, it reminds me, of when I was going through this whole issue, when I was struggling with the comments, I, I, I would talk about it in my YouTube videos sometimes. And this one time, this one woman re uh, responded and left a comment. She was an actress. She said that her acting coach told her that you haven't made it until you have haters. <laughs> he said, congratulations, Victor, you have haters. That's fantastic. <laughs> and I was like, huh, I have haters. Great. Yeah. So again, it's like, it's about how you look at it. Yeah. It comes with a territory and you could, you could flip it around and look at it as a positive thing, which mm -hmm. I have. It's, it really is. Like, in fact, I, I noticed this with my YouTube videos, certain videos, you know, some videos will pretty much not do as well and therefore will be promoted primarily to my existing audience who already kind of likes me obviously otherwise they wouldn't have subscribed but a video that really starts to do really well and gets kind of traction in the youtube algorithm um will have a lot more negative comments mm -hmm. because it's being shown to more people mm -hmm. but those videos get way more attention way more views way more everything so i've come to associate like Getting, seeing a lot of negative comments as, oh, this video must be doing well. This yeah. must be reaching people. This must have a powerful, potent message. This must be affecting people. So it's all about how you look at it. Yeah. Just shifting your perspective. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, we'll share something that's really helped me a lot. And it's something I don't do perfectly, but it really, I believe, is the direction I, I've been aiming to, you know, I've been sort of going in for a long time now, which really helped me a lot. It's uh, the message, the suggestion is to ignore everyone. In fact, I would go to say the people who send you love and are always building you up, they are more dangerous than the negative mm. ones because they tend to inflate the ego. Yeah. And they also make the, the lows that come along with the, the forward progress you make in life that much sting that much more. I'll share this one. There's this particular YouTube video I watched when I... Sorry, I'm like kind of cold. I'm shivering. I don't know if you can feel it in my voice. Oh. It's okay. Need to get you a blanket? I just noticed I'm coming off kind of shivery. It's because I'm chilly. No, I I'm, didn't I'm fine. I wondered what... Because he just like shifted his body like away from the microphone a little bit. And I was thinking like, why is he... You have a sweatshirt behind you. I know. I don't want to put it on. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just explaining why I'm coming off kind of shivery to people. Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't even notice. You didn't think I sounded shivery? No, you're sitting right in front of me. You're Good. Not I don't think I could have handled the negative eyeballs. comment out of your mouth. I just <laughs> lost it. Anyways, uh, tangent. Tan we're, tangent number. We're really back in here.
So I watched this YouTube video one time that was exactly about this, how to deal with haters. And the, the person talking about it was Elliot Hulse. And he had just blown up on YouTube and had like a million subscribers. So he was having a lot of them. And he said to ignore everyone. He said what he likes to do is sing his song like a bird. And what he meant by that is that you walk outside um, and you hear a bird's chirping, but the bird doesn't give two shits about us. He said, some people walk by that bird and they're in a great mood and they say, you know what? That's, that's, a, beautiful, that's a beautiful song that bird's singing. Wow, that really made my day. How gorgeous those, those tones coming out of that, that bird are. And another person will walk onto that tree and say, you know, they're in a bad mood. They woke up late. They didn't get their coffee. And they're like, God damn, shut that bird up. Where's my shotgun? This is so aggravating. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> the bird doesn't care about either of those people. It just sings. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I try to do. Just sing. Just do my thing. Be myself. Understand there's going to be people who like me and people that don't like me. Mm -hmm. That's to be expected, obviously. But I could, if I start focusing on them, and again, focusing especially on the people who like me, that's, that's where I, I lose myself and I make myself vulnerable to negativity. Mm -hmm. But if I can just have this pure expression of authenticity and ignore the outcome, that's where there's the peace. That's where there's the, the freedom. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Lior and I were talking about the, uh, like, um, when people are giving you compliments all the time. Yeah. We were talking about that uh, in, when we were in Tulum. And she, uh, I had just served her rapé and she was like talking about like, oh, you're so great, blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, I'm just uh, the conduit for the medicine to do its work, you know. And um, we were t discussing how uh, at my women's retreat, like at the end, everybody was so filled with gratitude to me, you know, about the retreat. And I just... Um, it's a really beautiful thing to have that amount of gratitude come at you. But when you take it in and put it into your ego bank, mm. then it, it um, dims the, the medicine, I guess, if you will. I don't have any other uh, word to describe you know, what I, the work I do. Um, but it, it's not, it, doesn't, uh, it loses its potency. And the medicine isn't pure as pure anymore. So I really um, do my best to not take in to my ego bank the the uh, positivity, I guess. The, the, yeah, the no, love it's energy. smart for a, a variety of reasons not mm -hmm. to. But I. I don't know about the negativity yet because I haven't really received much of that. But we'll see. If, let's see if I put that in my ego. You bank. will. You should. You should. You should make that a goal. Yeah. Perfect. Anyway, no, I was kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, that I found the exact same thing. Another thing I found about like when you when I get too like high on myself from mm -hmm. I could go right now and look on YouTube and say, Oh, Victor, you're, I love you. All that kind of stuff. Um, sorry, my dog's crying, mm -hmm. but I found that then you come to need that yeah. for like your general state of happiness when right. you, when you get a lot yeah. of attention and positive attention in mm -hmm. any way, then it becomes almost like yeah, a necessity like a, for you to be proud of yourself and to yeah. be happy, like an addiction almost. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really truly have found the positive responses I get more, um, you know, you know, damaging to me. 
in a way. Of course, it's not saying well, don't no, be nice. And it's beautiful but, to have have that. It's just the way that you absorb that energy. Yeah, you it's know? important it's to be important detached. It's important to be um, aware of that. And yes, detached from it, from your ego. You bring it into your love energy space and like allow it to come into you that way. But don't allow it to go into your ego bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't want that bank to get big. Yeah, and it's it's been honestly a blessing to have kind of these both extremes, the extreme negativity mm-hmm. and the extreme positivity I've received uh, online, um, because it really has made all the things we're talking about like very clear. Mm-hmm. Like it really like the, the real key is to ignore everyone. It mm-hmm. really is just to be yourself as best you can for yourself, and and really just. Just detach as best you can from the response of other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's our take on this topic. Anything else, love? Uh, no. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. Um, so after, um, as many of you know, I just I did an, uh, a women's only retreat at the beginning of the month. And it was absolutely amazing. Um, and so I realized that I need to do more of them. And uh, so I'm thinking the month of February, I might have another one. And so be on the lookout for um, a potential launch coming up here pretty soon. We, I don't have any dates in the books yet or anything exactly planned out just yet, but... If you missed the last one and you're interested in the next one, you can um, message me on Instagram at Patty Papa, P-A-T-T-I-E-P-A-P-A. Or you can send Victor an email and he'll send it to me. I guess, right? That's not the best way. Go to I get, don't know. hit up Patty. Yeah, just just hit me up. I try to ignore everyone. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But no, we'll let you know. If you yeah. guys listen to this, we'll announce it. If yeah. you're on my newsletter emailing list, that's usually the first place I announce it. And then also maybe on YouTube. We didn't even promote it to YouTube last time. Way to go. Well, we didn't need to, man. You no. sold it out. <laughs> we didn't Faster than to. I sell mine out. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. But yeah, heads up. Another one coming in February. She's not going to do 100 a year, no. obviously. That's kind of a ridiculous yeah. number. But maybe two a year. Yeah. Maybe, probably not three, but maybe two yeah. a year. Yeah, it depends. Um, At least as of right now. Yeah, as of right now, we're definitely going to try to do two in the year. Um, if things free up and uh, my schedule, then maybe we'll try to do three three this year but we'll have to just see i always like to say let's see how this one goes first yeah yeah so but we'll be in touch about that my friends hope you're all doing fantastic you take care we're gonna we're gonna be in rhythmia not next week right the, the following no the following week okay so we'll be here and we'll we'll have a podcast for you when we're gone anyway yeah. maybe we'll it'd be cool to do one at rhythmia but we, there's no telling how we're gonna be i know yeah <laughs> we'll just have to see yeah yeah but anyway my friends take care it's been fun peace <laughs>